Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. Hey, God bless. want to talk to you today about how to conquer the spirit of mockery. Amen. God bless. God bless you guys. I want to really talk to you today for a few moments on how to begin to identify or at least conquer mockery. Mockery. Or when you're being mocked. Oh my God. I probably have to do more than one one version. But listen, if there's anything that I really believe that we as a body of Christ really struggle with in this present, at least season, um, with all the great thing that God, God is doing, and he is doing some powerful, really, really great things. And I want you to believe every prophetic word um, that has been released uh, by our um, seasoned apostles and prophets that have been releasing it on Facebook. We are in those seasons. But then there's a flip side to this. And I believe that there's predominantly two two things that are being uh, rising up in this, at least in this season, and it's disrespect and it's dishonor. It's disrespect and dishonor. And the manifestation of that will be found in mocking, in mocking, where you're going to find people uh, mocking you and may not even know that they're mocking you or uh, people that uh, know that they're mocking you and not care that they're mocking you. Um, um, or you might find yourself in the place of mocking someone and not even realize that you're actually mocking them in your attempt to honor them. Now, I know that sounds really crazy and really weird, um, but we do it all the time, especially if we've never been taught how to honor people. Um, we dishonor them by trying to honor them. How many of you know what I'm talking about? You can't manifest something that you've never seen. Um, so in your attempt to try to honor them, you kind of... This dishonor them. Let me give you an example of that is um, here you are in your attempt to be relevant. Don't mock yourself. What do I mean by that is tell your business talking about, yeah, guys, you know, God delivered me. I was doing this and I was doing that. And, you know, and I was really thinking like this, baby, I know what you're attempting to do, but you're actually mocking yourself. And you're mocking the oil that's on your life. Hey, listen, your struggles, that's your business between you, your covering, your family, and those that love you and surround you and hold you accountable. You don't have to share with the world, you know, what God delivered you from and all of that stuff. Baby, you, that's a mild form of self-mockery. Guys, stop it, you know, and... You know what I'm saying? Don't allow. Listen, people are not ready to see you with your hair down. All right. So just keep that in mind, you know? All right. So here's what I want to say is, thought I'd throw that in there is 
It's not what you're doing. It's not what you do or what you're doing. It's how you're doing it. Amen. It's not what you're doing. It's how you're doing it. That's giving birth to the mockery um, that people um, feel or perceive concerning your ministry. And what I have found is we are giving people, we are giving people uh, the fuel uh, to uh, mock. We are actually uh, giving fuel to mock is it's not what you're doing. It's how you're doing it. I have found. I have found that we are, as individuals, this is what I'm saying, we are self-preservationists, which means we always assume we're good. We always assume that we're doing things right. We always assume that uh, we're not doing anything technically wrong. But what I have found is people don't mock for no reason. The, the percentage of those who mock for the sake of hating is extremely low. What I have found that there is a measure of truth um, underlined within mockery, which means there is something that you're doing or that or either you're projecting or that you uh, don't know that you're doing that is actually giving way for people to actually find a flaw to mock you, which means it's either your method that you're doing, the style that you're doing, what you're doing um, is... Um, causing someone to mock. Um, it's how you're saying it on Facebook, the way that you're saying it. Um, I have found also, this is a big one, uh, who you're connected to, which means what venues you share. As of recent, I'm getting a lot of people, uh, hitting, hitting me up saying, I'm backsliding or something because I'm on the venues with preachers they don't like. As crazy as that sounds, Listen, I'm a deliverance minister. I'm supposed to go where it's sick. And even if they are off, I'm supposed to be there. I'm the deliverance guy. But what I have found is um, that even your connections, even your connections, uh, your name, your face on a flyer, uh, who validates you or uh, people, your alliances also can give birth to a mockery. And then they find themselves because they don't like a certain group of people. Well, they find that. You know, they, they, they're going to go at you by default, by default. They're going to go at you. So sometimes, I'm going to be honest with you, sometimes it's best to not even say, uh, depending on your ministry eye candy, um, to say who, what events that you are on. I, I've slowed down. Believe it or not, I'm on many flyers right now. I've, I've stopped sharing a lot of flyers uh, for the sake of uh, 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 these zealots, these kingdom fivefold zealots, you know, and who feel like, oh, Pagani he doesn't, he doesn't compromise. Oh, they don't took one of our champions away. Look, he's on this. I just learned to stop sharing that stuff, that stuff on Facebook, man, because listen, it's breeding and it's brooding. Uh, mockery. It really is. Um, maybe also another area is that you're causing mockery is jumping into, uh, trends. Uh, Facebook trends, which means topics that you know are going to cause people to mock. So if you start talking about uh, the president, you already know, you already know that you have 
open yourself up to people will begin to mock there's no way around it if you mention anything on our president uh you know for a fact you're going to get mocked without a shadow of a doubt people that you love and respect will begin to disrespect you and to dishonor you so here is how do we begin to uh how do we begin to analyze this i'm gonna give you some solutions one Guys, do an inventory and self-analyzation and do a ministry cleanup, which means go through your timeline and look and have the Holy Spirit begin to filter everything that you are sharing um, and the way that you're sharing it and how you're sharing it begin to say, begin to have the Holy Spirit, um, help you do a cleanup. Now, obviously you can't stop everybody from mocking you and you can't stop people from going against you. I've learned something. I've learned something as of recent. You could have fruit. You can have integrity. If people don't like you, they just don't like you. Even with God blessing and validating you, if they just don't like you, they're not going to like you no matter what fruit, no matter what you say on Facebook, no matter how right you do things uh, in kingdom protocol, they have made it their predetermination to not like you for whatever you did in the past that they can't get over, or especially if they know you from the past and now God is totally delivered you um, and raised you up, uh, you could forget about it. They still see you by the first impression of how they know you. So familiarity is also a humongous factor. It's a humongous factor to the rise of mockery um, in our lives, is especially if people know you from the past and you in the past did make some mistakes. And, and in the past, you did church hop. And in the past, you did jump from father to father. And now you finally got it right and now you got delivered and now God is broken through and now God is doing great things and now God is elevating you and now God is showing off and God is spotlighting you, you can forget about it. That first crowd that met you in the first season of your life, you would never win them. You would never, you would never win them. There are people that I know a long time ago, 20 years ago, um, who remember me when I was running around as an evangelist. You could forget about it. I would never win their trust or their affection or, or their validation. You can forget about it. It's all because of familiarity and that's just the way that it is and and no matter what you do and no matter how much you try to polish yourself they are going to mock all right now number one is the reason why i'm telling you to ask the holy spirit to help you uh god will stop them mocking here's something that i learned god don't stop mocking all the time i know that makes great preaching let me tell you something what i have found God allows mocking to clean up your ministry sometimes from good stuff and certain patterns and traits that he doesn't like. As a matter of fact, uh, Abishai or Ab yeah, Abishai, uh, mocked King David and, uh, one of King David's nephews wanted to take him out and David said, Hey, let him be because maybe the Lord is using him to reveal some kind of sin in my life. And the truth of the matter is in that instance, David was innocent. 
in that instance, David was innocent, which is why if you go into First uh, Kings chapter one, David brings that up with Solomon. And he says, remember Abishai um, and make sure you repay him for what he did. Um, how about this? Alexander, the coppersmith in the Bible, Alexander, the coppersmith, the Bible says, Paul, Paul, the famous apostle Paul. Listen, nobody could hurt that man. The Bible says there was one man that got on Paul's nerve and actually destroyed a lot of what Paul did. His name was Alexander the coppersmith. And the apostle Paul was honest and name dropped and said, listen, Alexander the coppersmith did me much harm. Did you catch that? Did you catch what I just said? So um, what I have found is God uh, many times, even if they're off, I um, mean, even if they're wrong, God doesn't. Listen, listen, I know that makes great preaching. Listen, sometimes God just lets your enemies be your enemies, man. Like I know this whole coming down and God destroying your enemy's ministry and cursing a person. Let me tell you something. God don't curse people. People curse people in the name of God. God don't curse people. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's why that Jezebel church is still up and running and still mocking you on Facebook. Did you catch it? All right. Now let's go. Let me... Get back to the topic. All right. So the first thing, uh, the reason why you want allow you want to allow the Holy Spirit to begin to help you um, to do a ministry cleanup is because you're doing something that is calling their attention. I'm not talking about in the sense of the good thing that you're doing. I'm talking about um, it's something that you're doing. Now, I know we like to say, no, I'm, I'm fine. No, it's something that you're doing that is giving birth to mockery. And it's not a demon. Um, and this season, I'm not going to be talking a lot about demons. This season, I'm going to be talking about a lot about personal responsibility. There's some, it was the way you said it. The way you said it on Facebook caused people to mock you. It was the intent of how you shared it. It was the disclaimer that you threw in there when you decided to say something about it. It was something that you did. Listen, it's something that you did that is and is and are doing honestly that is causing people who already don't like you to find a avenue to be able to go at you. Let me just share sugar with you. There are people who are desperately wanting to go at you, but because your ministry is so polished, it's so polished. They've been waiting to go against you based on the doctrine that they think that you hold. And they've been waiting for a moment for you to slip up doctrinally or to slip up in something so they could go at you. Uh, because really they just don't like either your personality or they don't like your teaching style or they don't like your message or they don't even agree uh, with your particular uh, grace level and your particular uh, anointing and assignment. And listen, there are people who who just on the sidelines follow you. They ghost watch you waiting for you. As a matter of fact, they watch you to hear your foolishness. That's why they even watch. They'll go, you know, I follow this person because I just like hearing their foolishness. And they're actually learning. They actually learn how to rebuttal. They got a bunch of rebuttals in line waiting for you to say something that can give them an opportunity to publicly embarrass you. Listen, and this is how you kill mockery is you do a cleanup. 
You go back and you do a cleanup and you find every avenue and you close it. You close every avenue. You close every avenue. And second, 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 the second thing you do to how to kill mockery is listen to the mockery and pray about it. Because there could be saying the truth. They're just doing it under a wrong spirit. Did you catch what I just said? Some forms of mockery are true. And you did need to hear it. And you did need to have somebody call you out on it. And you didn't. But they were unauthorized to do it. They were unauthorized to do it. You'd be surprised. What, let me tell you something. In this, in this 2017, you know, you can forget about protocol. People are not listening to apostolic protocol. You can forget about it. I know we preach it. People aren't listening. They're still going to go at it and... You can forget about it. That is why I make sure I never say something that's going to give people. And if I see that I say something, I go, oh, man, and I see that it's going down a dark path, I delete the comment. I delete the whole status immediately. Immediately. Why? Because I'm not letting a mocker get famous off of my page. Listen, be careful. Those of you that have public ministries, listen, you are making mockers famous. Listen, you are making mockers famous, which means they will find a flaw and name drop in the name of, I believe is the Holy Spirit telling me to get, to tell you about yourself. And now, listen, it's like they're doing a, a kingdom 50 cent. If you know what I mean, they just going at, they waiting to go at people because no one has ever embraced them. It's actually part of the spirit of orphan. It's a spirit of a vagabond and a spirit of rejection that's there. And it's a spirit of, of, you know, of, uh, a gypsy. You know, they, they've, they've tried to connect with people. People have rejected them for some reason. They haven't been able to find their tribe, their DNA or whatever the case may be. So there, there's this deep sense of rejection. Um, and they have, they, they, they're angry at their favorite preachers. Listen, they're angry at their favorite preachers. Amen. Why? Because their favorite preachers didn't put them on. So as soon as their favorite preacher says something that is borderline, what they believe to be heresy, um, they're going to go at them. And because the, and because their Facebook has a lot of followers, um, without even realizing it, there's this sense of, yeah, so-and-so uh, got everybody shook, but I ain't scared of so-and-so. I told them about themselves. That's that street hood. It's not Christian. It's straight street hood, spirit of rejection, spirit of orphan, and it is it is uh, a demon of mockery. It's a demon of mockery. You know how I know? Uh, because when Elijah the prophet uh, began to challenge Begin to challenge, uh, the prophets of Baal. What do you find? That they rose up. They were, they weren't even scared. They were, let me tell you, the prophets of Baal are not scared of Elijah. As a matter of fact, Jezebel is not even scared of Elijah. Listen, listen, prophet. Hey, listen, pastor. Listen, understand that there are people out there that really are not scared of you. They're not scared of you. They have no fear. You know what I'm saying? And that lack of fear, will convert itself to disrespect and to mockery. So the moment you mess up, they have found an avenue. And this is what I tell people when they mess up. You're just going to have to take the hit. That's what that's what my wife says. Or, and I say, I tell people, you're just going to have to take a hit on that one uh, because you did say it, you know, and trying to correct it makes you look even more bad because now they're going to mock you even more because now you're trying to correct yourself. You're just going to have to take the hit. So the reason uh, you're able to, uh, defeat the spirit of mockery is remove that which gives them a voice. Clean up your image. Clean up what you say. Clean up 
how you're saying it. Did you catch what I just said? Also, second is listen to what they are saying. Listen to what they are saying and go really pray about it and say, let me tell you something. God will still defend you. God will defend you, but God still needed you to hear what they had to say. Did you catch it? So you go to God and say, Lord, they're saying this, they're saying that. And you pray about it. Now watch this. Everything that they said is not going to come to pass, but God used now in their head. They think so because, you know, they, they got an orphan spirit on them, you know, um, and they, they heard something, you know what I'm saying? Um, and they get confused when it doesn't come to pass because God never intended for them for it to come to pass. But God did intend for you to hear what they had to say. Did you catch what I just said? Listen to what I'm saying. Mockery is a, is third. The third thing is mockery is one of God's greatest tools to, to purify your motives, to purify your intentions, to purify your public image, to purify your mannerisms, to purify your personality. It's God's smelting pot to get you that are oil, uh, to get you that are an element to remove all of the impurities. So that way God can say, yes, I'm going to allow Alexander the coppersmith to do you much harm. I might dare even say that the thorn in Paul's flesh was not his blindness, but it probably was Alexander the coppersmith that God didn't shut down, who went against Paul publicly and did Paul much harm. You know what it's like to have Paul, the greatest, one of the greatest apostles that ever lived, to admit that one of his haters got to him. And said, you know, listen, Alexander the Coppersmith, he did me much harm. He mocks me. He mocks me publicly. And he, and he goes against me publicly. Now watch this. I'm going to give you some verses and I'm out of your way. You're probably saying, well, I don't care about what people say. If you're in ministry, you have to. Now, you don't have to succumb to their strong arm. But you do have to pay attention to what they are saying. Because you are no longer, uh, you no longer belong to you. Did you catch what I just said? Amen. Now, um, the Bible has an innumerable amount of verses where the Apostle Paul, listen to me, the Apostle Paul was given advice to tone it down by the elders of Jerusalem and told, watch this, they even told him, why don't you enter into this Nazarite vow, shave your head and join them. And what we'll do is we'll promote you and say that you're not like what they, the Jews really, the, the Christian Jews really think you are. Did you catch that? And that's what many of you are messing up in. Because you don't want to, for a season, tone it down. And you don't want for a season, you don't want for a season to act beside you. So Paul was not religious. As a matter of fact, watch this, watch this. Paul, watch this. Paul encourage people not to get circumcised, but yet he made Titus get circumcised. Why? He tells you in second Corinthians, um, in second, uh, uh, in uh, Galatians chapter two, he said, I made Titus get circumcised so that the Jews will stop mocking. So they could, so they could know that I too am a Jew and I uphold the law. If you read the book of Acts, you find that the elders of Jerusalem told Paul, Paul, we need you to fake like you're a Jew for a season to get people to calm down because your trailblazing mantle is causing too much problems. 
And Paul was angry. Paul was angry and originally he said, I'm ready to die for this thing. And the elder said, listen, we know you're ready to die for this thing, but we're not ready to die for this thing. And you're causing problems here. You leave and we got to pick up this mess. So how about this? These four men here have entered into a vow. They're about to end their vow by shaving their head. Why don't you join them and go to the temple and present yourself? And then what we'll do is we'll come in right behind you and say, hey, look who's here. Listen, listen, if you're not ready to clean up your public image in the name of, I don't care what nobody says, you're not ready for ministry, baby. There are just some things you're just going to have to fake that you are in for the sake of the bigger picture. And this, I know this is a strong word, but that's, this is the only way. This is the only way. So as soon as Paul entered the temple, the mocking demon started to rise up in people. And they said, that's the man, that's the man. And they started mocking him, right? They started, they started mocking him. And as soon as they started mocking him, Paul stood up and because he had clean hair, shaved face, he cleaned his image. The elders in Jerusalem defended him, defended him and mockery. The, the Bible says that the Jews stopped mocking. I'm done. Listen, receive this as a word from the Lord. Really receive this as a word from the Lord. God wants to help you stop the spirit of mockery in your in your life. Do it today. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit of truth. Holy Spirit, I, Holy Spirit, I, I ask that you would take the grace and the importation that is upon the verses in the book of Acts where Paul submitted to a public image cleaning for the sake of removing the offense and the mockery that was headed towards his ministry. And Father, let it be dispersed. I disperse it. I release it. I I decree it upon those that are watching now, live and through replay, that they would take this message as a confirmation and be delivered from mockery. Also reveal to them where they're messing up, Father. Reveal to all of us where we're messing up. Also give us the humbleness to hear what they're saying and to pray about those areas in our life that we need to change, Father. I decree that over them now in the name of Jesus. And let the church say, amen and amen. And well, God bless you guys. My name is Alexander Pagani. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.